Good morning, guys. This is the iGen Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver Corney, and today we have an incoming asset and wealth management uh, trainee at JP Morgan, Esther Lafort. How are you doing, Esther? Good. Thank you for having me here. No, it's good to good to have you on. So, um, so yeah, so Esther and I will be talking about the the process uh, that you went through to get through to, to JP Morgan. You're starting in September this year. Yes, September yeah, 2021. Yeah. Amazing. So, anyone who's applying for some of the big banks or, or companies like JP Morgan, I think this podcast is going to be a great investment of your time uh, just to learn from Esther's experiences, and also we'll be talking about like the interview atmosphere and things like that. So, yeah, so quickly just to to kick things off, Esther, just give you a quick introduction to everyone listening. Uh, Yeah, so I'm a third-year business management student at Anglia Ruskin University in Cambridge, um, and I'm graduating this upcoming May, so um, that's why I kind of had thousands of plan Bs, had (laughs) masters in London, masters in Australia, internships, so I just kind of applied everywhere because of COVID. I wanted to have options and then I got this uh traineeship so I decided to accept it yeah it's amazing I mean that it was that like one of the ones that you favored or was it a bit out of the blue and you weren't expecting it it was kind of out of the blue honestly okay. I've I've done kind of finance modules and applied to finance internships but I never got into the big four and everything so I know that I'm more into interpersonal skills and everything so I was more applying to like brand marketing or roles like this um so I honestly did not expect to, to get it I mean and that's the thing I think um especially nowadays with like the expectations of people that have I mean I had them as well like these big firms like JP Morgan I thought like classic you had to be very very technically skilled you know you had to know everything and they didn't really care about your character and I think that nowadays they're shifting more towards sort of like team building like um the characters of people and actually their abilities other than just knowing what an option trade is, for example. So like with that, how did you feel? Cause I know you had a technical interview and our details are on the uh, our gym website on Cruise Corner. How did you feel about that technical interview? Like, what was it like? So the third part, the assessment center, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So that part was divided into like three and the technical part was quite short compared to the others. Um, it was only 15, 20 minutes and it was very like shooting questions at you and I think it was more aimed at um, making you stress and not confident and see how you would react under stress rather than actually you knowing the questions because I know that I like the answers to the questions I know I did not have all the answers but at least I tried to keep them engaged and talk to them and kind of distract them from the answer they wanted to because I know I did not have I mean, it sounds quite a painful 50 minutes was it like complete rapid fire then just like question 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 yeah these 15 minutes were quite difficult but that's why I was glad that the third part and the first part were different like interviewers so I think you were more reassured for the following parts yeah. if you you know you messed up the yeah. technical I mean part. we'll we'll go on to them uh, shortly just I'm really interested on this technical part what were the so the interviewers were the two of them uh, yeah this one. there were two of them and were they like um do you know who they were or was it just two random people that you've never sort of introduced before that's also kind of the thing during the other interviews they always introduce themselves and this one they just 
said their name and then started shooting questions. That's why I feel like uh, it, it was the purpose of the interview. Just to completely throw you off guard and just go yeah. straight into it. I mean, what kind of questions were there, if you can remember? So um, the I know the, the first question was, what would you do with 10 million? <laughs> How do, would you invest it? So you would start to answer and then they would ask specific questions. Yes, but in which stocks? Why, why this particularly? And I think they try to narrow it down so that you don't have time to actually structure your answer. So that's oh, why so it's they, very disabilizing. They, so you like, you, let's say you just said something very, very simple, like private, you know, like equities, for example, and then they would delve down further, trying to get you to a point, like very, yeah, to very, very specific things and facts. And then they would, yeah, yeah, like ask counter questions. Yeah, but how would you do if this happened? And then there was like a stock <laughs> crash, like, crash mark on the stock market and how would you react to this and you had like five seconds to answer so that's quite it's quite okay. difficult honestly this part I did not think I got it um I know five minutes oh, so after, after you finished it you were like no <laughs> yeah honestly that's why I did not expect getting in um that part was very difficult I mean that that's that's the the beauty of of those kind of interviews is that the one thing that we said earlier was that the technical ability probably isn't always the focus. And you said there that you called up your friend five minutes after is like, I haven't got this. So it's interesting to, to obviously see that you did get it. So with the other two parts of the assessment center, what were these parts about? Yeah. So the assessment center started and we were all virtual. So we have like 10 other people mm. in the room and in breakout rooms. And I got to meet other candidates before. And that's why it got me kind of worked up because I know they were, some people that were doing masters in technology and the stock oh, market okay. or yeah, like yeah, someone yeah. who did an internship in JP Morgan, Japan, you know, it was very intimidating. And then I got to the first interview that was a presentation that we had to prepare on one of the two topics that we had to choose, either like a person you admire or the greatest invention of the last hundred years. And then, so you prepare this presentation, you, you talk for like 15, 20 minutes, and then you have questions on it. That part was really chill and it was a topic that you're supposed to know so it was it was very comfortable and you had time to prepare for a, a bit of it right yeah you had like a week yeah, to prepare yeah. oh yeah the like week so and you had a powerpoint that you could send beforehand to okay. um the team so and the interviewers were they a bit more relaxed then or were they more like with the same kind of style as the technical interview yeah, they were really relaxed. So we started with this, like the presentation and um, yeah. people, and they were really relaxed. They liked the topic. And I think, like I chose a topic that was really, that I've used throughout the years within my high school and everything. And I put up some like James Diamond quotes in it to show that I was adapting to the audience and everything. And I tried to, like, they were very receptive to the I mean, like, what would you recommend for, for students who are applying for the JP Morgan and they've reached the assessment centre with this presentation in particular? Because I know with presentations, some companies, I've spoken to a lot of uh, interns on the podcast, they've spoken about their presentations and each firm has different sort of favourites of how they like to present their, their styles. So like, was there anything that you'd recommend for any students who are doing this presentation, like the PowerPoint? Like, what did you do yeah. that you think was successful? I think firstly to show that you have creativity because, and I, sh I told them, honestly, when you think of the question was the greatest invention of the last hundred years, I feel like 99% of the people would say the internet. And that's why I wanted to do that first. And then I second guessed myself and I went further and I thought, you know, storing data onto DNA is an important matter. It can revolutionize 
the economy, the stock market, and it's going from my first idea, but like going further. So I think showing like how you get to that process as well is important instead of just okay. presenting your topic and just doing a presentation, like sh- sh- showing the whole thought process behind it, I think. is So that you thought about it. And I like that in the sense that you felt that because you thought of that first, everyone else would do that. So you went something a bit different. It kind of catches the attention of the interviews. Well. Oh, yeah. it was that uh, presentation, not the yeah, 500 then, like, other internet ones. Yeah, and to really like cater it to the audience as well. I know that putting the James Diamond quotes or JP Morgan slogans sometimes yeah, and yeah. trying to show how it's relevant to my presentation showed that, you know, I, I did specifically for this. And then like with the, the interviews, like what kind of questions was it mainly on just the presentation or was it like the topic that you looked into? It was on the topic more than the presentation. So why did you choose this topic? How long have you been interested in it? Why do you think it's important um, to be if, to be able to do good presentations like this? Like, it was quite broad questions and easy to answer, honestly. It's not... Completely opposite to the, the technical interview, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. I mean, they, they, they must shock you. There must be a bit of a change there. Like, oh, right, I need to crack on and, like, a, a, adopt a different style of answering questions. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's it's also within the interviewers. I know that one of them said that they, he did the traineeship before. So, you know, he was yeah, like, okay. be yeah ease I, I was in the same place as you like a year ago and yeah I think well the second ones they just said their names and then started shooting questions with you so yeah okay that's interesting so yeah so moving on to like the whole process itself was there anything that you felt you could attribute your success to in the JP Morgan uh, process to your earlier days so either at university as a first and second year or even even younger was there anything that you felt helped you with with the process there um, I think firstly, it's showing motivation and like that might be why I was accepted, even though I didn't do well in the technical part, because I showed that I would be ready to study and work and go above and beyond uh, to get like the results I wanted. And I think that's what they told me this. So at the last part of the assessment center that I, even at university, I didn't do only, um, studying but also did volunteering and working and trying to get involved in, in as many things that I, I could and I think that's I mean is there anything in particular that you you did with the um, like get yourself involved yeah so I did become like a Deloitte campus ambassador so I think okay. it shows also that kind of angle towards like financial services and I did mm. a KPMG virtual internship that is accessible to everyone so everyone can do it yeah everyone can do it and then and I know that it's always very impressive on the CV but I did it during COVID because my internship last summer got cancelled so I just ended up doing this and um, that's interesting so like really get yourself out there just volunteering for stuff and I suppose you kind of targeted the big four names there to just to boost it up which is good I mean just things like that KPMG I know that uh, those who are doing more sort of technical roles there's things like Google certificates and stuff and I'm guessing that KPMG and other accounting firms they have a similar free access short was it like a three-day thing the kpmg one no the kpmg was like a three-stage internship that you have as long as you want to finish oh okay you have to like analyze data and then sort it out and make it uh, so for students listening now who are first and second years and they want to work for a firm like jp morgan things like volunteering for these um these insights well not insights but like the course like courses uh, yeah and like showing that you can 
try to look for things on your own. Like I remember I found the course on Coursera of like Yale financial markets, because I said that, you know, I don't have enough finance in my coursework. So I did by myself and showing that you do it without people asking you to do it. Is yeah. Have you found that your university studies has helped with the JP Morgan process or Not like really. nothing to do with understanding? No, I mean, like I, I think the fact that I did get involved a lot in extracurriculars in the university life was super important for the internship. And that's right, what they okay. saw. So like the university and, life is is good, but like maybe the course itself just maybe didn't help. Yeah, I think the I course know. didn't really help. But having <laughs> time on the side and doing what I was doing on the side was like definitely how I got the job. Yeah, like the experience of, of yeah. university life. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean... I remember like uh, speaking to a lot of sort of older people like 20, 30 years ago, university education was like very directly linked to like, okay, you learned that in the, but I think everything's sort of changing quite rapidly now, especially during uh, the pandemic and stuff. So yeah, so just to sort of move things forward, is there anything that you'd recommend to students now today, like first years or even freshers in September that they can either pick up a book or they can watch a YouTube video? Is there anything that's helped you in particular with, with your life and your career as well um, with this? I mean, I think it's get out there and meet people. I know that my first day at university, I went to all the tours, all the like special activities and everything just to meet people because I believe that when you go to activities like these, the people that you meet will be people that are engaged and do things on the side rather than just staying at home and watching Netflix. And I think when you meet people like these, you get more opportunities and you have you know more motivation to do stuff on the side and you discover new projects new modules new companies so yeah definitely just get out there and meet people who are engaged Beautiful. and yeah. i know um esther you're like a fellow podcast host as well so what's your podcast called crashing borders crashing. Yes. and why should people listen to it Tell okay so we started during the pandemic the first lockdown because we were calling friends from all over the world and trying to find out how the lockdown was happening in the country, mm. what, just what happened. And we started for university society and then we're just now interviewing professionals. We had the VP of finance of um, Procter & Gamble who came and kind of talked about like the nice. interview process during uh, COVID and yeah, we have really nice speakers coming in. And, and what kind of topics is it like adapting to sort of corona in different countries or is it a bit broader like what what kind of topics do you discuss so it depends on the season the first season was about students in different countries during covid mm -hmm. then the second season is about how professionals adapted to covid and how their career path had like helped them to succeed even during covid okay that's awesome i mean like i know you're from france right yeah yeah so like moving to, and jp morgan which office are you moving to london London so like that I know you've obviously been to university in England but is there anything that you'd give advice for for people from particularly in Europe or even France for the working culture because I know that cultures within Europe like the working culture is very very different uh, I think England a bit weird when it comes to like the hours and stuff so is there any advice that you'd give there for people from France or even Europe moving and working in the UK? Um, I mean I think what we do in France is we don't ask questions as much during like whether it be internships or whatsoever and I know that here in England it's a big thing like even during interviews I know that asking questions is very important it shows your interest it shows that's how you learn and everything and I know that 
for me, it was very difficult even getting to a lecture hall and asking questions in front of everyone in the class, even though I was comfortable during presentations and all of this. But asking questions to me is showing weakness, and I know I was not used to it, and I had to like try to work on that. Okay, no, it's, it's a good bit of advice there. Um, so yeah, so uh, thank you very much for, for coming on, Esther. It's been, it's been amazing, and I've learned a lot about JP Morgan, sort of the process there. We have uh, published your the whole process like from from a to b on our agenda so it's ourgen.co.uk under careers corner you can see jp morgan and um esther i think you've got a, you're a member right so people can reach out to you if they have any yes, questions is that okay sure. yes definitely for sure amazing so yeah thank you for, for coming on and uh, thank you guys for listening so keep learning and uh, get earning